What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Ring the Bell podcast. Chris E. Francesco and Dean Holzapples here with you guys. And look, regardless of what the Phillies did Sunday afternoon, this isn't necessarily going to be a positive show um, because I'm not a shill for the Phillies and I'm not going to sh- sit here and actually just, you know, because they scored 14 runs on Sunday, I'm just going to erase what's going on the rest of the week and what's going on with the team now. Um, Dean, how you doing, man? I'm pretty good. Good. Recovered um, from my wild 48 hours Friday and Saturday. Yeah, man. A lot of, lot of moving around yeah. <laughs> for you the last was, couple days. was not expected to be at your house till like 12. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Um, yeah. That was a good night, though. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. So the Phillies this week here had a three-game set. At home against the Marlins, they lost two of three. Um, then they had a four-game set against Cincinnati. They split that going two and two. Um, overall, I'm just very, very unhappy. It all started off wonderfully. Um, Monday night when they just destroyed the Marlins, winning 15 to three. Then they lost back-to-back games, eight to four, and then three two. Then they come in their first game of Cincinnati. They lose 6-2 to two there. They, they come back and win 8-3. They get just embarrassed on Saturday, losing 13-0. Um, and then they come back and they, they score 14 runs um, Sunday. And now they head out to um, the White Sox for three. Then they come home with another four-game set, this time against the Colorado Rockies. So, Again, another opportunity for the Phillies to kind of get back in the groove, which we all thought was coming this past week, and it just wasn't. Um, I'm just I'm I'm extremely frustrated with, with this team right now. Um, I'm trying to find the, the the standings just so I can get a a look at we everything. Are, we are six games behind the Braves, four okay. behind the Mets, and two behind the Marlins. Okay. So that's that's where we stand. The Phillies, as of right now, are six and ten. Um, they're obviously five and five in their last ten games. The Mets are starting to win. They've won four games in a row. They're ten and six. The Braves are just spectacular. They've won six games in a row. They're ten and um, six, and they're seven and three in their last ten. So yeah, you know they're running off some wins though. Yeah, and the Marlins are, are twelve and four. Um, you mean the Braves? I'm sorry, the Braves. And the fact that the Phillies are still two games out of third place with the Marlins is just a joke to me. And, you know, here's here's why I have issues with with certain sectors of Philadelphia Phillies fans. And you hear the same thing that they're six and ten. You hear the same thing. Well, it's only 16 games into the season. And again, I have to remind everybody that this team only won 87 games last year. Any other year. In Major League Baseball, besides 2022, the Phillies don't make the postseason last year. Correct. They just don't. So yeah. when when you tell me that it's only 16 games, you got to climb out of a six and ten start. So you're 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 now for the rest of the season you're behind the eight ball. And we said that two weeks ago when I was on that they're legitimately playing for a wild card spot. Yes, already. So that, they start right. the season because they are the. Compared to the Braves and the Mets, they're they're inferior to those two teams. So they're already playing for the wild card spot, probably that third spot again. And now you're starting this poorly, already an uphill battle. Like you're already facing one uphill battle, and that steep just gets higher because you've started off so poorly. Yes. And the other issue, again, I have is 
is the pitching. The pitching is the, the, the main issue I have with this Phillies team is pitching. You know, your, your, your so-called aces, um, Nola's carrying a near six ERA um, with a whip over one, four, five opponents are hitting two ninety five against him. Um, he's given up 25 hits and 21 innings. He's giving up 14 earned runs and 21 innings. And he's got six walks to a guy that normally doesn't walk people. And then you go down to Zach Wheeler. He's at a four Oh two ERA. Um, he's given up 15 hits in 15 innings, seven runs, seven walks, um, but opponents are only hitting 250 against him. Um, this is just a, a, a problem right now. And, and I feel like it's something that got glossed over in the offseason. Everyone's like, well, we got Trey Turner. So, well, now we're the best team in baseball. Uh-huh. Got to stop the, the other team from scoring runs. Correct. And that's this formula that the Phillies are in right now where they'll win one game 14 to two and then they'll lose a game 13 to nothing. This is a formula that is going to sink this team very fast. And because when you're, when you're winning games 14 to nothing, that's great. That's awesome. When you're losing games 14 to nothing or 13, nothing, you're soaking up the bullpen and you're, you're just, you're beating down your pitching staff. It just, it can't continue like this. Um, So, you know, where are you in terms of your, your um, alarm level for the Phillies right now, Dean? Um. I would say they're high. Uh, I, I'm not like freaking out because it's kind of what I've expected. You know, I, I, I feel like I've broken record. I've been saying the same thing for almost five years and they just keep doing the same thing every all season. Hey, we need pitching. Let's spend, you know, $300 million on another uh, position player. Mm-hmm. Uh, and all the fans go out and buy the jerseys and buy the t-shirts and buy the hats and, and they go to the stadiums. I mean, dollar dog night was like, I didn't go. Um, but I saw that it was like an absolute nightmare mm-hmm. that people were standing in line for hot dogs and they missed like the first four innings of the game. Mm. That's a waste, waste of money to me. You just yeah. missed half the game, you know? Yeah. Um, especially now with as fast as the games are going, like not mm-hmm. worth it to me, you know, unless you find that dude with the, the big old uh, heat, you know, heat bag when he's selling them <laughs> right there. Yeah. You know, that's what my friends and I usually do. We'll like hit him up and we'll like, We'll each buy like, you know, four to seven hot dogs each because they're a dollar, whatever, seven bucks. You don't eat them, whatever. They're just a dollar, you know. Um, but it's at this point, it's just it's it's uh, it's a term I always use. It's old hat to me. I, yeah. it's, they start the seasons every time like this. And when it's the same thing, I say it, you say it. Uh, the, my buddies, I go to the games, say it. Pundits say it. It's the pitching. They mm-hmm. don't address it. Mm-mm. So it's just this is how they're going to be. They're going to be a good team. I mean, they're not going to finish four games under five hundred at the end of the year. No, but they're no. not. They're be, they'll be lucky to make the playoffs again. And yeah, you know, you're already down Hoskins with whatever whatever you feel about him. You're missing a big cog in that offense. You are, um, and you don't have Harper. So your yeah. pitching needs to step up, and they're just not doing it at all. I was trying to find Wheeler stats from last year how we started, but I I can't remember how to navigate baseball reference right now so um i know is all i know i can look up his game by game stats last year but i can't remember how to do it so it's all right so i mean i'll i'll do it while while we're talking here i'm on baseball reference as we're talking yeah um so no but i agree with you that's that's the problem that i I have damn it i'm sitting here staring (laughs) at it too okay Um, okay um forgot there was a tab at the top where you can just look up games (laughs) 
<laughs> so <laughs> he actually started off really bad last year. Yeah, so yeah. in April and the March, he went one and three with a near six ERA. Mm-hmm. Um, and then in May, he had a 1.65 ERA. So he really started picking it up in May. Yeah. So he's starting um, off like he usually does. And you know what, though? I will say so is Nola. Because, but the problem with Nola is he'll start off bad and he ends bad. So you only get like a good three months of Nola. Um, yeah. And that's the, that's the irritating part about it is it doesn't really matter how good or bad Nola starts off with, you know, at the end of the year, he's not going to be reliable when you need him probably the most. Cause if you're in a wild card hunt, you need good, pitch, you, you need good pitching. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I feel like, I feel like Wheeler will get out of this little mm-hmm. sluggish thing. Cause he, we've seen him do it in the past. Yeah. Um, I just don't have any faith in Nola at all because yeah. last year it took him like, man, it was like June, June. by the, yeah, mm-hmm. by the time he really picked it up, and then he like it's like it's like you were so bad at the beginning of the year, and you picked it up in June, and then you like fell apart. Like, what were you doing? That what were you? I mean, I, listen, I, I've never played pitcher is baseball. I was an outfielder, mm-hmm. a little bit, little bit of hot of the hot corner, but mm-hmm. I, I, you know, I'm, I know that takes a lot out of your arm, but it's just like, you know, this is this is your job. You know what I mean? And and that's what irritates yeah. me because it's just. You know, I said it two weeks ago. He has just picked up where he left off last year, and I just don't see it getting better this year. Yeah, and it sucks because it's the contract year. You, we, a lot of us were hoping, like, oh, it's a contract year. He's playing for his big contract. Maybe he'll really turn into what people think that he is. That I, I mean, that I know he's not. But it, you know, yeah, maybe I we, can get. We know he's not that pitcher. <laughs> yeah. So last season he started off with a four ERA in April through March. Then in May he had a three point two seven ERA. Um, June. Two five one, and then it kind of went bad. In July, he was over uh, about three sixty, and then he was about four twenty five in August. So um, he progressively got worse um, during last season, um, where Wheeler got better. So there's mm-hmm. hope there. However, again, we're playing for basically the third wild card spot every day. Yeah. So having these starts with a team built where they are, it's just not. It's not, it's a recipe for disaster. And this is the problem that I have. And it doesn't just, it doesn't start and end for me with the pitching. It's the hitting too. And I blame Mm -hmm. a lot of this on Rob Thompson. And and look again, people are going to listen to this tomorrow and be like, well, they just won 14 to three because people don't look at, you know, the, the, the the six prior games of the week Mm -hmm. of how Thompson is handling this batting order. And, you have a guy in Alec Bohm who's um, uh, he's hitting 350 and he's hitting like seventh most days. Um, where JT Real Muto is hitting 259 up until like today, he was in the 220s and he was batting, you know, fourth. When he was and he or in, in, even today, Brandon Marsh. I mean, Marsh is hitting 380. So I understand yeah. him batting higher in the order, but batting higher than Alec Bohm still doesn't make sense to me. Because Bohm is a run producer. Yeah. Um, so that's where I am with that. Um, I'm understanding of bright of Stott hitting where he's at. He's unreal right now. He's on a 16 game hitting streak. Um, Trey Turner is doing Trey Turner things. You know, he's he's batting 340. <laughs> so um Turner's doing what he's supposed to be doing. Uh Kyle Schwarber over the last like week is batting 320. Um, he's up to 230 this season. He's already got four home runs. Um, 
but still it's the placement of the batting order is what's starting to bother me. Mm-hmm. Um, Castellanos is, is doing okay. He's hitting 280. He leads the league with nine doubles already. Um, so this is my issue here. They're like third in baseball in batting average, but 25th in runs. So to me, there's yeah, because I that's think a, outside of those two big blow up games they had, they haven't scored over five runs. I think they yeah. average less than five runs a game. Yeah. So to me, that's an order thing. They're also leading, leaving a ton of guys and runners in scoring oh, position. Yeah. So that's a that's an that's a batting order issue. Um, and yes, I know dude's got to produce where you're put, but for Alec Bohm to be doing what he's been doing, lead your team in RBIs. Uh, he's got 14 RBIs already to be batting seventh. That's a big, big red flag to me because Stott and Turner are getting on base nearly twice every single game. Mm-hmm. And the fact that Alec Bohm, who's your league leader in RBIs and also has walked six times, why is he not hitting third to bring yeah. those guys in? Well, uh, anything higher than what he's been hitting. I, I just don't yeah. understand why he's so low in the batting order. Yeah. And people say, well, it's a righty lefty <clears throat> thing. I don't care about righty lefty. Yeah. That you, really if, doesn't matter in baseball. That's such a myth. It is. You know, if you guys, it's, guys, it's if you have guys that can hit, then shit. you put them in there. Yep. You put them where they're good. And, and you know, look, uh, I, maybe that's just me nitpicking. Um, I mean, Castellanos has 25 strikeouts already. He leads a team with strikeouts. Um, that is I, insane. Yeah, which is crazy because he's still getting on base at a 371 clip, which yeah. is great. So he's walking. He also has nine walks, which yeah, is second tw- on the tw- team. 25 strikeouts in that's, I mean, he's averaging close to two a game. That's not good, <laughs> like at all. Yeah. So whatsoever. <laughs> right. So, I mean, especially for t- a guy like him who is a good well, until he came to Philly, he was a great fit, a great hitter. So, right. Um, so that you know, the, I know Real Muto, yeah. and he don't have a home run yet this year either. Castellanos does not. Yeah. No, he has nope. nine RBIs, um, and nine doubles, which is fine. Which is fine. I agree. Yeah. yeah, but you know, this is a dude that's hit over thirty home runs in his career, and we're sixteen games in. He doesn't have one. Yeah. Um, so look, my worry level on this team is still at around a six or a seven. And it Mm -hmm. would not be that high if again, and we have to keep saying this, this is a team now that, that since game one, it's playing out of a hole because of the Braves and the Mets. And then, you know, you got Milwaukee and St. Louis who are two really good teams. So Um, we have six teams that make the playoffs, right? Yeah. So currently right now, and listen, obviously it's early in the season, but we are 12th. We are three games out of that wild card spot. The final wild so, card spot. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. So, um, and so above us is you got the teams at like the Cardinals who are probably going to pick it up because they yeah. always win that division. Dodgers, the Padres. So, I mean, that is a, that's a steep hill to climb. I mean, I don't think the Diamondbacks, and right now Diamondbacks are third in the National League. I don't see that staying. Um, I agree. And I don't I don't see the Cubs staying at fifth either. But I mean, the Cubs did make some pretty decent acquisitions. And so did the Padres. I'm sorry. So did the Pirates. So mm-hmm. you don't know. I mean, listen, you can always have that Giants team that wins a hundred and like 10 games that they did a couple years ago that flukes that, you know, that flukes us. So that could be the Cubs this year. Mm-hmm. And that's already a, a battle against us. And, you know, you can go on all the winning streaks you want. If the teams above you go on those winning streaks, too, it, it, you're not going to gain any ground. And, and mm-hmm. this is where you need to gain the ground right now. Um, 
Because this this poor start, like in any sport, if you start poor, your likelihood of, of making the playoffs is really low. It yeah. doesn't matter how many games you play in a season. It could be 162 like baseball or uh, 82 in basketball. And eight, was it 80 in hockey? I don't even, I don't even remember. Um, but mm-hmm. you start off poor or, or any sport, like I said, any sport, it's uphill battle. And it's, yeah. it's not going to – I don't think it's going to end good this year. I'm, I'm going to make a bold prediction. And I'm going to mm-hmm. stick with it all season. I do not think this team is making the playoffs. That would be a just a catastrophic failure. It yeah. really would. And look, yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm maybe at the end of April, I'll be at the point where I will come on here and say they won't make the playoffs. I'm getting to that point. These next two weeks are going to tell me everything I need to know. The Phillies mm-hmm. do not face a winning team, a team with a winning record the rest of this month. Yeah. They play three games against the White Sox. They host the Mariners over- are 500. No, they're not. Did they lose today? No, they won today. So, yeah, they're five. Are they 500? Yeah, they're 8-8. Eight, eight. Eight, eight, eight. Okay, so they, yeah, yeah. They still don't, So that's not a winning record. So, that's true. That's true. Yeah. So, you know, then they have – they host the Rockies for four. And then after that, they have Seattle and Houston. Because right now, I don't know if Houston played or mm-hmm. finished their game. But they're 7-8, and eight, I think, as of yeah. we are recording this but right that's, now. So that, That's the Astros, though. So, right. like – they're like the one team in the league that could start seven and eight and still win like a hundred games because they're so good. And they, they're like the exception to the rule because they are usually slow starters. And then they always win like 95, 98, mm-hmm. 100, 105 games. Like we're not the Astros. Again, our lineups could, could be, could offset each other, but their pitching is just so ahead of what the Phillies are. Mm-hmm. And I agree. My, my thing is I, I've seen enough from Nola to know that he is not going to turn it around enough for mm-hmm. us to, to make those runs. And, you know, we talked about it before Wheeler struggles, you know, in that world series a little bit, even though he, you know, he pitched good in the second start, but like, you know, power, power pitchers, if they're, if they don't have that velocity, you know, they're not a power pitcher anymore. So you Indeed. do have to, you know, there's always that thought in the back of your mind and, I, I know it's a I, I, it may sound like the world the end is the end is nigh for me, but I just got a feeling this team is not going to make the playoffs this year, and it's going to be an absolute like and look catastrophe yeah. if they don't. The amount of money they've spent, the names that are on this team, mm-hmm. there's no reason they should. They they absolutely should be up there with the Mets and the Braves. I agree, and it's almost like you know people are gonna. It's funny because it's like that those rose colored glasses because they made the World Series last year, and look, we all had them. I had him too. I know. I did. I so uh, we all did. I picked him in the Turner beginning to win the World Series. You, you signed Turner, and you know I I like the Walker signing. He's a he's a solid pitcher, but mm-hmm. oh man, it's the same. And it's the same you, shit. I know. You look at last year, and it could have been just one of those miracle seasons. It happened. Mm-hmm. If you want to look like at ninety three, ninety three miracle like, season. Yeah. Yep. It happens. It, it it almost clouds the judgment of what that roster really is. And we're seeing that right now. When you lose Hoskins and a Harper, everybody else has to step up. Some absolutely have and others have not. But then you look at the pitching staff. The Phillies had issues with their pitching staff even last season. And it didn't get any better because their relievers this year are struggling to, mm-hmm. again. Um, so that's again, these are just problems that can haunt a team all year. But when you go now into into what's ahead, you know, the road games against Houston should obviously give the Phillies plenty of motivation from the World Series. But these upcoming 10 games against teams that are, you know, off to a sluggish start themselves, 
mm-hmm. can definitely be a roadmap for the Phillies to be racing this poor start because we're getting closer and closer to the return of Bryce Harper. Um, yeah. I would love for this team to at least be 500 when Bryce returns. Yeah. Um, that would Maybe be great if they were above, but yeah, well, for sure. And that's just something I, can't, I just don't yeah. see it right now. I mean, to make up a four game stretch here, mm-hmm. I can't even say it's a great possibility because they just had the most perfect opportunity to write this ship early on against the Marlins and the Reds. And they lost two of three <laughs> and then they split a four game set with the Reds. And it's like, yeah. Jesus, like, can they, can they find to do anything right here consistently? And that's my issue is you win a game 14, nothing. And then you go and you lose 14 to three. So like, that's my issue. Like you can't win this way. They look like they did last year when they started off. Yeah. That's exactly how they look. Like they just, they're flat, not and can't pitch. I mean, that's exactly what I see. I, I see they're just repeating the beginning of next year except I don't see them firing Rob Thompson. So no, will that, will I, that unless spark, it really starts you know, falling off the handle, I don't know what the heck. Yeah. Maybe they like ride they it lose, out for a year. Like if they lose, like, you know, I, if at the end of the month, there are, you know, pushing 10 games on the 500, then I could say it, you know? Yeah. They have 10 games left in April. If they win three of those, then I'm going to say, Oh boy. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, look, I mean, I don't care that he went to the World Series last year. Mm-hmm. There might be a little bit of a problem here. The, who do you bring in? That's that's the, that's the other discussion. thing. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, I guess they could finally put Dusty Wap in there. Yeah. You know, maybe. The guy they, but Basically know, been know. grooming for a decade. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Um, so looking ahead, Dean, um, what are your expectations and what's your predictions um, for their, their, their next week here, which is seven games coming up, um, three in Chicago and then four at home against the Rockies. Um, I, I think it's going to be, I'm trying to do that. So it's seven games. I think they'll go four and three. Okay. Yeah. I think they're going to, but I think they're going to go, they'll go one and two in Chicago. It's just a feeling I got. Mm. I think they'll go three and one in, in Colorado. Colorado is, is just not a good team at all. Like they, they don't, they don't have much to hang their hat on. Um, yeah. And thank God that's at home. Yeah. So that's a four that's game just, set at home. That's I think four and three is, is what it's going to be, which would take into a 10 and 13. So yeah, um, that's just, listen, I could believe I could be com- completely effing wrong yep. next week. We could be coming in here and they could be six and 17. <laughs> <laughs> I'll quit the show. I'm telling you right now. Um, so Bears mania <laughs> on the bump returns next Monday. Um, so like here was, I was super positive. We were very positive going into last week. I think Jason and I both picked them to go five and two. So this week I'm going to have them. You said four and three. I'm going to go three and four, um, but only because I'm 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 just not going to prepare myself to really lose my shit this week because yeah, I really thought um, that this week that we that the the Phillies were on. I was like, here it is. This is where things come around, and this is where they turn around. I mean, it's perfect. Three against mm-hmm. the Marlins, four against the Reds perfect and it just didn't end up being that way i'm so sick and tired the marlins yeah i'm I'm, I'm sick of it i'm so sick of the marlins of this team Mm -hmm. not being able to beat this team 
Yeah. I, I don't understand. They I don't, suck. I don't get it either. They just, they got our number for some reason. And they, I feel like they always have for like the last 20 years. They're like the bane of our existence for some reason. Yeah. You know, they, they I mean, really go, go back to when they went to that second world series, when they, you know, they beat the, uh, was the, the, the Yankees. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we had signed Tommy and David Bell and Millwood and stuff like that. And we were going to, yeah, we were like favored to win the division. <laughs> we were like 82 and 80 and the Marlins literally came out of nowhere, went to the world series. So, and they mm-hmm. beat us up that year. I remember watching the hurricane game in Miami Yep, with Jim Tomey, you know, come, you know, smacking a home run in a losing effort in a hurricane pretty much. So mm-hmm. they just got our number and it, it can't explain it. I know, man. Um, so over the last week, we're going to pick our the player that we're uh, that star of the player and the player we were most disappointed in. Um, for me, the star of the week is Bryson Stott. Um, he's got a, a a 16 game hitting streak with the Phillies right now. Um, uh, he he broke a. Um, I'm trying to think here. Yeah, he broke uh, Willie Jones's 73 year old franchise record for longest hitting streak to begin a season. He led off the game Sunday with a home run. Um, I'm sorry. Yeah, he tied the record. So Monday he can break the record when the Phillies play the uh, the White Sox. Um, he has 25 hits already this year. Um, he added two more on Sunday. Um, he's got 20. I'm sorry. He's got 27 hits. Um, he has 27 hits in 16 games. Uh, he's just unreal right now, and it's so cool to see. Um, and I love this because it's, it's an ongoing thing between Jason and I, because Jason had no faith in Bryson Stott even last year. And I said, dude, I'm telling you, this kid's good. And he's yeah, I, like use, him. I like him a lot. Yep. And he's going to use the entire offseason to work on what he needs to work on. And that's what he's done. Um, he's become a, a really true, reliable leadoff hitter, which is tremendous. It's not Kyle Schwerber anymore. They finally found a legitimate leadoff hitter. I mean, he's such a. He's such a powerful, not power, like, you know, strong. He's such a powerful force right now that Trey Turner, they put in the two hole um, because they're like, man, we got to get Stott up here because everything he's swinging the bat. He's got 27 hits already and in 16 games. So we got to get this kid as many at bats as possible right now. Um, So, and also the player that I'm not happy with over the last week, I, I wanted to say, JT Real Muto. Um, and if, if I look at his last seven days, I just had it up in front of me. I'm sorry. Um, yeah, he's batting 191 in the last seven days with eight strikeouts, um, only four hits. Um, he's really bothering me right now. Um, no, I don't know what's going on with him. Even last yeah. year, too, he struggled a lot last year. Yeah. So it's, it's really bothersome for me what he's doing. And if I look, if I'm comparing, from from last year's April and May, um, you know, this time last year he was hitting 270. You know, he's hitting 229 right now. Uh, but again, over his last week, he's hitting under the Mendoza line. Mm-hmm. Um, he just doesn't look comfortable at the plate. Um, I'm not sure if maybe he's they're they're just playing him too much. Um, you know, when he's playing, he's catching in some of these games where the Phillies are getting blown out like 14 to nothing or 13 nothing. You know, he's got to catch those games. And that's yeah. a lot. So, um, but I'm just going to keep going until the idiot is out, out of Philadelphia. I'm, I'm just assuming <laughs> that my most disappointing player every week is going to be Aaron Nola. 
Um, <laughs> I, and I get people are like, oh, well, the Phillies, you know, they won 14 to three today. Yeah, I, I get it. But, you know, it's not like Nola um, had a great start. You know, he threw yeah. six innings, which is, you know, whoopee. It's the first time he's gotten to this point all season. He should get to that point every start. Um, you get a lot hits. of leeway when you get a you get huge run support, too. If exactly. That game was closer, who knows how he would have played. Exactly. Six innings, five hits, three runs, three walks, four strikeouts. His ERA is now around five, is at 591. Um, I'm still just not impressed. I'm not impressed with it um, whatsoever. I just can't mm-hmm. be. He had 98 pitches and in six innings. Um, yeah, I'm just, uh, look, people can call me a hater all they want. I've been proven right for three or four years now. So uh, when he's not a Philly, and guess what? If he was this good, if he was as good as all these fans think that he is, the Phillies would not have hesitated to give him an extension before the season. They clearly halted those extension talks because I think they said, you know what? You're not worth $30 million a year. Go out and show us that you're worth $30 million a year, and then we'll talk. Yeah, I think he ain't so doing it now. Yeah, I think so too. Because they gave him, they gave him that last contract extension on the back of that um, almost Cy Young season, two thousand eighteen, yeah. and it was a very team friendly deal. Yeah, and he just they were probably like, okay, show us what you got for these four years, and he's just mm-hmm. been really mediocre. Mm-hmm. You know, I think if he would have went out in the World Series and pitched, absolutely, like, everybody tells us he is. Yeah, oh, uh, they would. I think they would have thrown the money him. They would. But here you go. You want us a World Series because you know whatever but he he went out there and did nola things and he started doing (laughs) nola things he uh, listen i'm gonna be on board with you Mm -hmm. because i've been a a nola yeah at least i have you i I don't want to i don't want to say i'm a nola hater but like i just have been unimpressed with nola for like three seasons now so um -hmm. he's also my uh, every week doesn't even it doesn't listen Nick Castellanos could literally go the rest of the season hitless. <laughs> and I would still pick a hair Nola. <laughs> I know. It's so good. That's oh, so good. Um, who's your star of the week? I'm going to go with Bryson Stott. Yeah, he's a stud. So man. he, yeah, I was going to go Bohm because he's just like hitting like nonstop. <laughs> he doesn't just, stop. Yeah, but, but Stott is like until he like falters i think because he's mm-hmm. i know it's just the past week but he has started this season so impressive yeah um he's just he he until he gives me a reason to not think like ah oh, you know what you were the player of the week uh like uh, you know unless Baum would hit like three home runs tomorrow you know what i mean or whatever <laughs> right. but you know he's just uh it's an incredible start to the season and good for him i i, I like him a lot i mean that that's what makes me even more mad about this team because mm-hmm. you got guys like Baum and Stott and apparently the best catcher in baseball, but he hasn't yeah. looked at the past season and a half, mm-hmm. um, you know, and it just it just makes me mad. It yeah. makes me mad that there's so much talent on this team and they cannot start off hot. Yeah. You know, last time they started off hot, I think, was Gabe's first year, in spite of Gabe not knowing how to manage a game at all. <laughs> I still think because I believe that was the year we went into the All Star break, actually atop the division. Yes, I remember that. That yeah, was that then, was looking good, and then that what a meltdown that was. <laughs> that was, just, that yeah. was brutal. Jeez. Yeah. Um, um. All right. So yeah, uh, Dean has the Phillies going four and three this upcoming week. I am the opposite. I'm going three and four because I was just so locked in last week at a five and two week. Mm. So maybe if I say three and four, they'll go. Five and two. How about that? If the Phillies go five and two, 
I will come on here next Sunday and eat as much crow as possible if this team somehow locks it in and wins five of the next seven, which would be amazing. If they lose two or three to Chicago, it's going to be a rough week. And I, <laughs> and Dean, I think you're right. If they lose two of three in Chicago, that's going to be tough because Chicago, like Colorado, are bad. Um, yeah. So we'll see how that works out. Um, all right. This show is presented to you guys by our great sponsors, SeatGeek. Head over to SeatGeek.com. Use our code on the bump for $20 off your very first ticket purchase. Again, that's SeatGeek.com. Our code on the bump for $20 off your very first ticket purchase. And Manscaped. Head over to Manscaped.com right now. The leaders in below the belt and above the neck gr- men's grooming. Um, use our code BASEBALL20 for 20% off and free shipping on your order again manscape.com use our code baseball 20 for 20 20 uh, percent off and free worldwide shipping on your order okay uh at rtb baseball instagram at ring the bell 856 on twitter and if, if you are on facebook join us we are ring the bell um the uh a phillies podcast over there join the conversation let us know what you guys are are feeling so far um, in a couple of weeks, we're going to do a Q&A episode and see, kind of get the the temperature of the Philadelphia Phillies fan base um, probably around at the end of April. We'll probably do a, a Q&A at the end of every month to kind of see where everybody is. Um, Dean, thank you very much. I appreciate it. Um, I'm sure Jason will be back next week. Jason had some family obligations this week. I think it's the first episode Jason's missed. So um, if he does it again, he's fired. But um, so I'm sure you'll hear that and be upset, but all right. I'm Chris. <laughs> just, uh, let's just forget to tell him like you told me last week. Yeah, that was, I, we, <laughs> that was awful communication. Just so everybody know that Dean was available last week. Jason and I thought he said he wasn't. So that's on us. So we apologize that you guys had another week of no Dean. Um, so I'm I sorry. You're heartbroken. I was, it sucks. <laughs> but of course the, uh, Dean comes up clutch this week and he was ready to go. Um, all right, guys. Uh, We'll catch you guys next week. And as always, go Phils. Have a good one. Bye-bye.